The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, the number one London low dealer in the Midwest at 18660 South Cicero Avenue and Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the true magazine for the Midwest sportsman at MidwestOutdoors.com. Paul's Pizza on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester, Illinois where the sandwich is the sandwich. GP Italiano, a true family Italian restaurant, or a restaurant just for you and that special person, at 1 South LaGrange Road in downtown LaGrange at gpitaliano.com, 708-325-4590. Follow me. Find a world that embraces free open spaces. Come and follow me. Hello, everyone. This is Chauncey from Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Come on out and follow me into the great outdoors. Whether it's close to home or across this great country, come on out and follow me. Hello, everybody, and thanks for tuning in to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And, uh, uh, yeah, I, I want to thank you whether you're sitting in your car, whether you're drinking your cup of coffee or having your Captain Crunch cereal, or maybe you work a funny shift and you're having breakfast or dinner, or you're just laying in bed listening to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You'd be surprised how many people do that. And then uh, also there are friends in France, Italy, Scotland, England, Belgium, in Germany that are listening to the program this morning. Hi, guys and ladies. Thanks for listening. Uh, boy, can you tell it's fall? <laughs> I'm seeing geese flying around in big flocks. I'm, you know, you're seeing other migratory birds. You're, the salmon are closer to shore. and yeah, Some guys are doing okay and some guys are not. You know, the ladies are doing okay, too, out there. Um, I'm seeing all kinds of activity for deer. I'm seeing all kinds of activity on deer for archery. Oh, my. Some really beautiful bucks are being taken. Lots of trail cameras. I'm getting photos of them. So that's always fun to see. The biggest one I've seen so far is a 9 or 10 pointer that decided to do a little close-up for the camera, you know. That was good to see. But, I mean, there's, you know, crappies are biting throughout the state. Even in Wisconsin, the activity for muskie in the northern part of the state is doing well. Uh, you know, the, the duck seasons are doing well around the Midwest. There's a lot of activity. It's fall. That's what it's supposed to be. It really is. And and that's the part that I, I think is so much fun. You know, real quick here, let's talk about who's going to be on today's show. Okay. Uh, first of all, we're going to have Chris Jakes. He is the this is a title and a half. He is the Illinois Evasive Species, Wildlife Disease, and Large Predator Biologist. Yeah, put that on your business card. You need a billboard for one that big. Um, we're going to be talking about the cougar that was killed by an automobile uh, a little over a week ago in Canaan, the Cal County line. Uh, we're going to learn about cougars in Illinois and the different programs he's been part of, because it's not just Illinois. He served in Wisconsin. He did his work in the Dakotas. And it's really, I, when I spoke to him for a few minutes, I was just completely in awe. So it's going to be, I think it's going to be a great interview with him to learn about the science of the cougars that 
I've been walking through Illinois. That's kind of weird to say. Okay. <laughs> then Steve Edinger. He is the executive director of the Illinois Conservation Foundation. This is a separate 501c3 uh, charity that is not part of the Illinois Department of Natural Resources. And they raise money for tons of programs from women to kids to for hunting, for habitat restoration, for peers. For, they do a lot of work. And they have one of the coolest events going on. Uh, at the end of November, right after it's the Monday and Tuesday after Thanksgiving. Uh, so it's, you know, Thanksgiving on Thursday, then you have Friday, Saturday, Sunday, then Monday. And it's going to be at the Jim Edgar Panther Creek State Fish and Wildlife Area just outside of Springfield. And this is their director's pheasant and quail hunt. Basically, have your steel, you have to bring your own steel shot, sign up. You got to go online because they are filling up faster this year than ever before. I go down there every year and I have so much fun. But bring your steel shot that you need and you can shoot pheasants and quail until you get tired of shooting pheasants and quail. If you have a dog, great, bring your dog. If you don't have a dog, they will supply a train, uh, a dog trainer and their dogs to help you. And, you know, you be a little nice to the trainer. You know, he's putting a lot of effort. He's doing it for free. So, you know, I'll give a couple of bucks for dog food or something. But I'm just saying, you know, it's such a great event. And they have a dinner and raffle. It's a fundraising event. And it is so much fun. And once again, that's the Illinois Conservation Foundation Director's Hunt at the end of November. Steve's going to tell us all about it. And if you're not there with me having fun, I don't know what you guys are doing. (laughs) Come on out. Let's have some fun. We ought to get a, a whole female team out there shooting. That would be a lot of fun to do. Get the girls out there. They'd show me up left and right. (laughs) I know they would because they're better shots than I am. Okay, and then in our last segment, of course, we're going to have the Aiden Fishing Report. We know that one. Yes, the Aiden Fishing Report. And we'll uh, hear from Aiden about what's going on in western Michigan and things like that. I I really haven't talked to him in hmm, two weeks. I only got that letter from him last week, so I'd be interested to hear what's been going on in his life, but it's probably some fun thing to do. But before we get into that, I've mean, I got to give you a couple of outdoor news uh, tidbits that I picked up uh, from different agencies. First of all, in the state of Michigan, the conservation officers got a tip from an angler that they recovered more than 460 pounds of illegally taken salmon from out-of-state fishing group on the Manistee River about a week or so ago. This group, you're going to believe this, they came from Colorado. Yes, this group came from Colorado. Uh, the conservation officers found out from that angler where they're at. They watched them. They, you know, verified that they were doing it illegal, uh, catching these salmon. But 460 pounds of illegally caught salmon in Manistee County, um, and it's this is amazing. I mean, I just sit there and shake my head. Uh, while they were watching these guys, when they walked up to them, the guys were trying to cut the line. So, oh, you, uh, I lost the. They didn't want to show that they were using probably a big snagging hook, uh, which is, you know, come on, guys. If you're if you're going to be illegal, don't even go out there. Uh, but I congratulate these people that came out there and really put the effect in for them and uh, reported them and said, hey, this is wrong, wrong, wrong. Uh, after they talked to them. They went over and they looked at the coolers, and the coolers were full of salmon, and uh, it's filleted salmon and stuff, and then they had whole salmon in the back of the pickup truck. So they are going to get hit pretty hard with some fines and stuff, probably close to $5,000 in fines, I was told, and they've got till uh, I think, another week before they uh, have to be in uh, 
court in Manistee County. So I'll try to find out what happened there. And then you remember those two guys that stuffed lead down the bellies of those walleye in that tournament? Well, things got a little interesting for them because um, those two anglers, and I don't even want to mention their names because I'm so angry at them, uh, but they have been, uh, they were indicted by a grand jury in Cahoga County on cheating, attempted grand theft, possession of criminal tools, unlawful ownership of wild animals. Three of those charges are felonies. Yeah, felony. On top of that, their boat and equipment used by the pair uh, of anglers were confiscated by investigators. Uh, It's really, you know, just when you have somebody like that or you think somebody's cheating, report it. And if you're a cheater, don't even try to get into it. Us, the, the sportsmen that are enjoy the outdoors for the beauty of the outdoors and the fun of the tournaments, you don't need to be part of that. Let us enjoy it and let us help others get into the sport. And I hope they really throw some heavy uh, fines at these two guys for what they did. It's really, it, it just bothers me. Sorry, I got on my soapbox there for a minute. Um, what was the other thing? Uh, I haven't picked up on any, um, you know, the, the leaves came down pretty hard with the high winds we had in the rain, so I'm kind of expecting a lot of that activity to drop off. Uh, the, some of the areas in southern Illinois still had some mushrooms that were being picked. I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, the crappies and the catfish were, I want to call it good, down at uh, Ren Lake, but the other ones, the bluegills, the bass, uh, they were a little bit on the, I'm going to call it fair. I'm not going to call it so low. I'm going to call it fair. And uh, I'll try to get into in the last segment about the fishing report, but we're seeing a lot of salmon in the Indiana creeks as well as the Michigan rivers. I'll try to update you on that in that segment of the thing. So I tell you what, don't go away. Keep that coffee cup filled up. Pour yourself another bowl of cereal and get ready to listen to more of Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Waterworks Marine is now taking deposits for the 2023 London Low Boats. That's right. The assembly line is working on those 2023 models and the Waterworks Marine wants you to get the boat of your dreams and get on the water and enjoy a day with your friends and family. But if you have a boat and need service, parts, supplies, or any of those water fun towable items, only make one stop at Waterworks and get on the water faster. Give them a call at 708-798-9700 or go to waterworks.com and tell them Chauncey sent you. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation, all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577. And plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. You love watching us on TV? Now you can enjoy the great outdoors every day of the week with a subscription to Midwest Outdoors Magazine. For only fourteen ninety five. Big issues loaded with the best of fishing, hunting, and the great outdoors. Each one packed with how-to and where-to-go information you can use all year long. Call 1-800-606-FISH. 
Inside each issue, you'll find timely, in-depth articles on fishing techniques, hunting strategies, equipment reviews, and new product showcases. Fishing or hunting, it's all covered. What are you waiting for? Call 1-800-606-FISH. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847 838 2037. That's 847 838 2037. And get ready to yell, Fish on! That's the sound you'll hear at the Illinois Conservation Foundation Director's Hunt taking place on November 28th and 29th, right after Thanksgiving, at the new location, the Jim Edgar Panther Creek State Fish and Wildlife Area in central Illinois near Springfield. This hunt will include lunch and a banquet dinner on the 28th, overnight lodging, as well as breakfast on the 29th. Hunting guides and dogs will be provided if needed. For more information, go to the ilconservation.org. That's ilconservation.org for special early bird pricing and save on groups of four. Make your plans. I'll be there. Get them. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. This segment is brought to you by Waterworks. Waterworks Boat Sales at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors on ESPN AM 1000 in Chicago. Chauncey's Great Outdoors, and on the phone with me now, we have another gentleman who I'm really looking forward to talking with him, but he's got one of the longest titles of job descriptions. He is in charge of the uh, wildlife diseases, invasive species, and large carnivores for the state of Illinois, <laughs> Christopher Jakes. Chris, what? That's a title and a half. I'll tell you what, it is a mouthful. <laughs> You know, you guys are going to have to get bigger business cards to have everything printed on. Yeah, uh, or, or smaller font or bigger, stronger eyeglasses or, or something. Yeah, so, yeah we'll, we'll figure it out. No smaller fonts. I can't see it anyway. <laughs> Everybody, the reason I have Chris on is because last week you it was like, boom, the big explosion of information and everything in the world about a cougar that was struck by a car on Interstate 88, real close to the Kane County, DeKalb County line, right? Yep, that's correct. Okay. Now, I know they're just be, but a lot of people don't realize that 
cougars really kind of don't live here. All right. I guess that's they, they they don't they don't currently live here anyway. Historically they, they did occupy the state and, and many other points throughout the Midwest. But yeah, currently no. Mm-hmm. They're not uh, residents of the state. Now and that's just it. A lot of these you know, large animals that we're seeing, whether it it's it's a cougar, uh bear sightings, uh different mm-hmm. things like that, you know, they're really you know they're on a walkabout, as they say in Australia. Well, I'm going to go on a walkabout for six months. You know, you know, like the the mama usually kicks the the child cougar out and says, "Go find someplace." You know, and so they have to. They're they're forced out of where they were living, and that's where they wind up wandering. And they wander a long ways, don't they? Long ways. Yeah. I mean these these mountain lions that have been in the state. Yeah. Um, they're they're traveling. Um, 50, 60, 70 miles a week. So, you know, 10, 12, 15 miles a day, they're moving. Uh, so they're, you know, they're on a walkabout. Certainly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're, they're, on a, they're just taking a little walkabout. But I mean, it's just amazing where uh, the, most of them have come from, I think, and you will please correct me, came from west to the east and then started working their way down from Wisconsin, right? Yep, and you know a lot of these these mountain lions, at least in Illinois, that we have confirmed sightings on in the past two decades since 2002, have been traced back to a population in the Black Hills of South Dakota. So yeah, they're moving sort of westward um, to the east and and, and and southward. In fact, so, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. they must either like walking the train tracks crossing the Mississippi or the roads. One of the two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're 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 very likely traveling, you know, waterways and and, and corridors like river corridors. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, are good good places for them to to travel, given that's where their their prey are, uh, you know, associated certainly with waterways, uh, primarily being being deer. I mean, so it's not too surprising that you know, they would also follow the the waterways to also find something to eat. On their walkabout. Oh, and that's what they're doing. They're 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 wandering to find some place to eat. Is I think find some place to eat. Uh, very likely trying to find some place to, to call home mm-hmm. permanently. Because as you had mentioned a moment ago, uh, you know, mom will kick them out. But uh, another uh, interesting fact about the ecology of of mountain lions or, or cougars is that uh, any any of these these big cat populations or or big predator populations, particularly mountain lions. Are, self-regulating so that means that you know they are forced out uh, of their natal ranges where they were born by not only mom but the big resident tom uh, mountain lion or cougar as well because mm. those big toms are uh, defending a, a territory in their home range and these young males they they see them as competitors so they they are forced out um, and if they stay then they they uh would certainly face the angry wrath of a of a big resident dominant tom so they are they are certainly on walkabout so <laughs> yeah and i don't hey if i was a, a young cougar i don't want some old guy whooping my butt <laughs> no I, I, I wouldn't want that either so yeah so they they have a tendency to to self-regulate their their numbers sort of are relatively stable through time around mm-hmm. a, a perceived you know a limit to what the the habitat could support that that number is referred to as as a carrying capacity. Mm-hmm. So it's, 
theoretically the, the maximum number of individuals that uh, can be supported by a landscape indefinitely through time. So cougars like to stay sort of stable around that limit. And the way you stay stable around that limit is to kick out the youngsters. Um, so, and that's uh, that's that's how cougars typically uh, typically run. So. Yeah. Now, how did they trace the the lineage of these cougars that? Not all of them, but let's just, I'm going to say most of them, you know, 90-some percent of them, uh, no. come from the Dakotas. How do they know that? I mean, they don't have a little, you know, tag on their side that says, you know, visit South Dakota, you know? They don't, but uh, they, they do have tissue sample that's available for us uh, when when they come to the state. And if those that uh, end up dying in the state, we can certainly collect tissue samples from them and uh, through genetic analysis trace them back to that source population, which is the... The Black Hills of South Dakota. So it's it's a DNA test. It is a DNA test. Mm-hmm. Wow! Mm-hmm. See, so. it's used for more than finding out who your relatives are. <laughs> it is. It is. We can trace their their, their origin as well, which is uh, really really helpful to us and certainly of interest to us. Mm-hmm. Now these uh, the the cougar that was was hit by the car. Um, mm-hmm. What did you guys, afterwards you did, you, you took it for necropsy, I would assume? We did, yeah. Uh, he, he went to uh, the University of Illinois, Urbana-Champaign, for, for necropsy. And, uh, yeah, results, we, we have preliminary results on him. Uh, mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, nothing really out of the ordinary. Um, he, he sustained some pretty significant trauma to the body, but that's not all that unusual, given that he was, was hit on the highway by a vehicle. So, otherwise, he was in he was in excellent shape, and uh, yeah, that's so. cool. Now, an, an an animal such as a cougar or a black bear uh, mm-hmm. or a wolf, th- while there is no hunting season for them in Illinois, they are protected from being hunted. Correct? Yep, they certainly. Um, yep, they, uh, they've been protected here in Illinois mountain lions anyway since 2015. So it's it's certainly against the law to hunt them, to kill them, to harass them, mm-hmm. unless uh, a member of the public would deem them an immediate threat to themselves, so to a person or their property, in which mm-hmm. case, you know, action can be can be taken. But otherwise, mm-hmm. it is illegal. So, mm-hmm. the, a cougar really doesn't want, I mean, I'm trying to figure out how to put this nicely. They really don't want to hang around people. They, they, they don't. You know, cats in general, yeah, they're they're very elusive, very secretive. Uh, they occur, relatively speaking, in, in lower densities than other other populations of, of wild animals. But yeah, they 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 don't want to be around you, and they're very good at eluding you and not being seen by the mm-hmm. public. So if you happen to see one, you're uh, you're pretty pretty lucky to have seen it. Mm-hmm. Now you know it's it's just so interesting because you know, uh, and I'm not saying that we. I don't think we have a, a cougar population that lives here in Illinois, but like the bobcat population has that keeps growing. Certainly, yep, but, it, it is expanding. Yep, yeah. and it's moving. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not, and that's just uh, sort of uh, occupancy of of existing habitat. So they're creeping from the south northward, and they've been doing that for for several decades now. So mm-hmm. populations are expanding yep, yeah. across the state. A, a cougar. 
the diet is going to be the most easiest thing for them to catch. So believe it or not, when when you talk about a cougar eating, an ape, you're talking about mice, you're talking about, uh, you know, uh, small rodent, you know, other rodents, uh, you know, they're not, yes, they can, you know, take down a, a large deer like a, a deer, but most of the time they're not going to try to do that unless it's such an opportunity. They're They're really getting all the little things that are out there. I would assume it would be, most of their diet. I was a, as, as a graduate student at South Dakota State. My advisor at the time was was conducting long term mountain lion research uh, in that population, that Black Hills population, and had the opportunity to help uh, with necropsy of a lot of animals that came in uh, from the hunter harvested animals. And yeah, uh, the the diets are highly varied in. Uh, mountain lions, at least in the Black Hills, they're eating, of course, the big game, but many, many small mammals as well, raccoons and skunks and um, you, you name it. Uh, they're, they're consuming it, rabbits and you know, yeah. whatever they can find because they are, they're an optimistic predator. And uh, believe it or not, uh, cougars will scavenge just as often if they can as opposed to killing uh, a prey animal themselves. So, you know, they're very much looking for an easy meal, and you know, if it's if it's a raccoon, then you know, uh, they'll probably be eating raccoons. Yeah, <laughs> and and <No>. that's and <laughs> right, exactly, and that's why I, I want people to realize that you know they're, you know, we we you if you, like you said, if you see one, you're lucky. Uh, very lucky. Yeah, yeah. They don't. They're they're quiet animals. They're they're very. You know, hey, I don't want to be around here. I mean, one of the most amazing things, and I read a paper out of. Uh, I think it was Ohio. There was a wolf a number of years ago, and I'm probably going back 15, 18 years ago, that was killed. It was a tagged wolf that was killed on the Ohio-Pennsylvania state line. It was hit by a car. That wolf was originally tagged in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Right, right. Long so, distance. So yeah. that yeah. thing must have traveled south then south around the city of Chicago, then across mm-hmm. Indiana. And, mm-hmm. I mean, to think that's a huge distance for them to go. And similar to the you know the, the cougar, they're like, yeah, I don't want anybody to really know I'm here. Right, right. And, you know, this, these movements of, of these uh, recent occurrences of Mount Lyon in, in, south, or in, in Illinois, they're not that long of a distance um it was some number of years back maybe eight maybe eight to five to eight ten years back mm-hmm. now the longest distance uh dispersal movement by a of a mountain line was was documented then that was a mountain line that originated in the black hills was hit on the road in the state of connecticut so that was a you know, it traveled almost quite literally halfway across the country oh my uh, gosh it finally died so that's a and prior to that, the, the longest dispersal distance of a mountain lion was one that was hit by a train in Oklahoma. And uh, that animal actually had a, it was fixed with a, a radio color that, that I, at the time, during my Ph.D. research, was using to, to tag and collar pronghorn in Western mm-hmm. South Dakota. I actually had an extra collar, and I gave it to the mountain lion student that needed a collar. And the very next day, it was on that young mountain lion that ended up getting hit by a train in Oklahoma. That was some 650 kilometers or so. And then 
that was surpassed by this mountain line that moved into Connecticut, which was well over a thousand kilometers. So, the, yeah, long, long movements. See, so, the, the, this yeah. is amazing, Chris, because I always tell people, I said, to be a better outdoorsman, learn the science of all the animals, whether you're fishing or hunting or bird watching yep. or whatever. Learn the science of those critters. And you will be better outdoorsmen for them, and you'll be able to learn about them. Um, my daughter lives down, lives in Tennessee, up on uh, Signal Mountain area, and they lived outside of town, so it's it's rural. And uh, one night, their dog picked its head up, like it was, of course, dog sleeping on a bed with the, you know, her and her husband. The dog picked up its head, like what? And they heard a noise outside the bedroom window that they can only think was a mountain lion giving off one of its you know Uh and Uh she she said the dog got scared she goes and we we were scared because she Uh never heard anything like that they walked up to the front door to kind of look out the front door with flashlights and the dog stayed three feet from the door wouldn't go outside Well, they, they they know, don't they? You know, yeah, he uh, says, I'm not going out there. I'm not going out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, you think about these, you know, just how they're using space is, is, is really intriguing. Mm-hmm. And uh, these long-distance movements they make, you know, of course, these are straight-line distances. you got to know that, of course, the mountain line's not walking a straight line no. from South Dakota to Connecticut. So they're traveling many thousands of miles uh, yeah. in their in their. Uh, you know, exploratory-type movements. So it's pretty fascinating. Wow. Well, Chris, I want to thank you for coming on my show here this morning. And uh, remember, we're talking with Chris Jakes, everyone. He's the wildlife disease, evasive species, and large carnivore uh, specialist director for the Illinois Department of Natural Resources. Probably next week they'll add something else to his title. Uh (laughs) I I, I might have to dig in a little bit and and resist. Okay. Add anything else to the plate. But, you know, well... Exactly. Well, Chris, don't feel that you can't call us. You're more than welcome to call the show anytime if you've got some interesting news or something that you want the public to know about. Because yeah. If, yeah. if there's something interesting, I think my audience, which is everybody east of the Mississippi River, is going to enjoy right. hearing about the science of the great outdoors, especially with all these critters. Okay? All right. Absolutely. All right. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey. We know the outdoors. Waterworks Marine is looking to expand their five-star rated marine mechanic staff, become part of the Waterworks staff, and feel what it's like to be part of the best marine mechanic staff in the Midwest with training, benefits, good pay, and more. When people know you're a marine mechanic at Waterworks, they know you're now part of the best of the best. For job inquiries, call 708-798-9700 or contact them at waterworks.com. Tell them Chauncey sent you. You love watching us on TV? Now you can enjoy the great outdoors every day of the week with a subscription to Midwest Outdoors Magazine. In 95, you get 12 big issues loaded with the best of fishing, hunting, and the great outdoors. Each one packed with how-to and where-to-go information you can use all year long. Call 1-800-606-FISH. 
Inside each issue, you'll find timely, in-depth articles on fishing techniques, hunting strategies, equipment reviews, and new product showcases. Fishing or hunting, it's all covered. What are you waiting for? Call 1-800-606-FISH. Did you know that Midwest Outdoors Magazine includes a state section for where you live? Each month you get the information that matters to you and where you hunt and fish. For you can't beat this deal. Call 1-800-606-FISH and start your adventure with Midwest Outdoors today. I fish. I also clean local waterways so others can fish and swim. I help build public boat ramps for easy access to the water. I provide fishing and water safety education for kids. I maintain a healthy fish population so tomorrow's anglers can enjoy a catch. I prevent unwanted species from spreading into waters where they don't belong. I restore the condition of rivers to help fish and wildlife thrive. I fund long-term plans to protect our lakes and streams. I do all of these things and more, all because I buy a fishing license. When you buy a fishing license, you do a lot. In fact, every dollar from a license purchase protects and maintains your local waterways for future generations to enjoy. To learn more about how you can get your fishing license, go to TakeMeFishing.org. That's TakeMeFishing.org. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. This segment is brought to you by diamondghostcharters.com. Go fishing with Captain Tony and get ready to yell, fish on! Hey, this is Captain Sig off the Deadliest Cats. You're listening to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Great outdoors, and well, you've been hearing commercials about it. You hear me throughout the year talk about the Illinois Conservation Foundation, which I was around when it very, very, very first started. <laughs> now that I'm thinking, I must be an old guy. No, no, I'm not that old. But on the phone with me right now, Steve Edinger, the executive director of the Illinois Conservation Foundation. Steve, morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. My friend, I, I don't even. I know where I want to start with, but I have no idea where we're going to go to talk a little bit about the foundation. Because at the end of November, right after Thanksgiving, one of the best hunts on the face of the earth <laughs> is happening. What exactly is it? So it's one of our two main fundraisers for the year. We call it the annual director's hunt. And what we do is we do a controlled pheasant hunt. This year it's going to be at Jim Edgar Panther Creek state fish and wildlife area outside springfield illinois and we do hunt pheasant and quail throughout the two days and it'll be november 28th and 29th we put pheasants and quail in every field we sell teams as a fundraiser for people to come and participate and Mm -hmm. it's sort of an all-inclusive deal where we provide you with a dog handler uh dogs in the field you get uh, all your meals covered while you're here. You get your hotel room covered. And in the evening, after the hunt on the first day, 
we do a whole banquet dinner with live and silent auctions, raffles, and we, we just we just have a good time. I that's you know, everybody Steve just told you a little bit about what happens. I'm gonna tell you I have so much fun at this event. <laughs> I mean really you're out you're you don't have to worry. If you have a dog, great. If you have a dog, fantastic. If you don't have a dog, the people that you have that, you know, train dogs, have dogs, it's just, it's so much fun to be out there with them because you don't have to worry about your dog, if you know what I mean. Uh, all the birds that are shot, uh, and I'm not sure if they're going to do it this year or not, but the birds from Saturday are cleaned, Right. I'm not sorry, but Monday. Yeah, all, all the birds, uh, yeah, all the birds from the first day of hunting, we, we bring in a group of usually, you know, a trap shooting team, a youth trap shooting team, something like that as a fundraiser for them. Mm-hmm. Um, they come out and they clean all the birds for you. We're going to try something a little different this year where we try to get everybody the birds that they shot specifically. We're going to see how that goes. Mm. Um, in the past, we've just kind of made sure we just bagged a few birds up for each person and everybody got to take something home. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we have them all cleaned for you. Again, it's part of sort of this all-inclusive atmosphere we're trying to create. So pretty much you get yourself here, and we kind of handle everything else for you. I mean, bring your bring your own gun and your own hunting equipment, um, and we'll put you out in the field. These, these guys that handle the dogs for us, that guide for us, you know, they're all volunteers, but we've got a, a solid group of guys who've been doing this with us now for the last five, six years. Mm-hmm. They're excellent. They're entertaining. They're fun to be around. They're fun to hunt with. You know, if you're coming by yourself, we'll put you in a good group of guys to hunt with. You know, or if you get a team of four, um, that's how we register teams. Um, you know, either way, you'll come down and have a great time with your friends after Thanksgiving. Oh, God, yes. And who knows? You may get stuck with me, but... Uh... <laughs> We should do a lottery. Yeah, you know, you get stuck with me. You know, I, I have been known to point birds. I have been known to, you know, sniff the ground and stuff like that. But that's another subject. But, you know, that's really, it's all in one. You go down there, you have fun, uh, and it's just a great event. Uh, the Normally the uh, Colleen comes down, uh, the director of the Department of Natural Resources. She comes in, you could eat. You know what? You can have a little conversation with her. She wants people to approach her. Uh, you see other people that are there. Uh, it's really a lot of fun. The banquet, uh, besides way too much and a lot of good food, uh, yeah, maybe a couple cocktails. And <laughs> but the uh, you know the, the auction items are all really cool. Um, I'm excited that it's at a new location this year. This the uh, Jim Pan- the. Jim Edgar Panther Creek State Fish and Wildlife Area, and that's just north of Springfield, so it's kind of like central in the state. So no matter where you're coming from, you're there. Uh, it's just, it's a neat thing to help raise money for an organization that raises money to fund programs, not just in one spot, but all over Illinois. Right? Absolutely. So one of the one of the things we're really excited about that we're going to be doing the drawing for at the banquet that night, we right now have a virtual raffle going on. Uh, you can check our website, www.ilconservation.org, where we have a uh, Montana Rifle Company model 1999 300 H&H rifle, which was a custom-made number 3 of 20. There are only 20 of these in existence. Um, commissioned back in the early 2000s by the Torsonson family. Uh, the Torsonson family gave us our 750-acre property that we operate a lot of mentored youth hunts and conservation education programs on right now. This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to win this gun. Tickets are only 50 bucks. We're only selling 500 of them. They're over halfway sold already. 
and we'll be doing the drawing that night. So that night, uh, someone will find out if they're winning this priceless gun. And all the proceeds, both from the event and from the virtual raffle, stuff like that, they go to support that property I just mentioned, 750 acres, where we do just these last two weekends. We had two weekends full of youth waterfowl hunting out there. Um, you know, we, we support things like the Becoming an Outdoors Woman program, which just two weeks ago had uh, their big workshop down to Touch of Nature near Carbondale, Illinois. Uh, we support wing shooting clinics for anywhere from beginner to hunter-level clinics. You need to get tuned up before the waterfowl season or, or if you're going to go pheasant hunting. Uh, or if you're a beginner shooter, you're just interested in learning how to shoot a shotgun, the wing shooting clinic is the place to go. You know, recently, Chauncey and I, you, you, ran, you and I ran into each other up at Hunt Camp, mm-hmm. uh, which was up in Crystal Lake, the first time this event ever happened, where they, they gave away something like 20 mentored hunts, uh, where we were able to, ICF was able to come in and provide all the food for that event to invite people who don't know where to begin with hunting. I know it's sometimes difficult for people to get into, and we hooked them up with organizations and people who said, hey, you know, I'm willing to take you out. Let's go. What do you want to do? You know, we have the, the schoolyard habitat action grants where we provide funding for schools to build a habitat, which oftentimes looks like a, you know, pollinator garden, butterfly garden, something like that on a school playground where the kids get to, they get to hold, build the whole thing and watch it grow and watch the butterflies come in and, and all the other pollinators. The deadline for that is actually tomorrow, November 30th. So, you know, if you're a science teacher out there. You're October, thir- October 30th, October 30th. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's actually November 30th. Oh, it's so November 30th. You, oh. yeah, not, I'm sorry. I have my dates mixed up. So, yeah, November 30th. you got a month. you got one month to get your application in for that. You can find that by following links at our website, ilconservation.org, or just Google Schoolyard Habitat Action Grant in Illinois, and it'll take you right to the page, download the form, and mail it in. You know, we support – I mean, I could go on and on about the number of things we support, but as you can see, these things are happening all around the state. I mean, we're a statewide organization – primarily focused on getting people these outdoor experiences that they may not have had in the past. That's so cool. Now, the other thing, um, and once again, it's getting people who, getting kids, women, guys who've never gone hunting, even fishing, whatever, but getting them involved in the outdoors to see how much fun you can have and, and how much fun the ex- excitement of it. As a matter of fact, I just went on the website, and there it is. Don't miss the opportunity, the virtual raffle. Purchase your tickets. I mean, this is so cool. And, you know, you're also involved in many other things. What, habitat restoration. You're involved with uh, you hunting heritage, of course, but the uh, you do projects at state parks. Matter of fact, the big Blackhawk statue, right? Was it yeah, we were involved in the restoration of the Blackhawk Indian statue there at Loudoun State Park in Oregon, Illinois, and we're working on a similar project right now on the south side of Chicago, William Power State Park, where we're looking at building a handicapped accessible fishing pier, uh, bike fix-it stations, kayak launch, you know, just being able to provide people, especially in the city, the opportunity to get out and enjoy the outdoors. And, And our focus is, you know, mainly groups, like you said, you know, women, youth, people who haven't hunted before. We have we have a disabled outdoors opportunity program. We're we're trying to target people that didn't grow up in areas or have or have family who hunted or or went fishing or, you know, went camping mm-hmm. even. Any of this stuff. We're trying to target those people just so people can, can get outdoors more. You know, our slogan when it comes to, to youth is turning screen time into green time, which is something I think you know, 
meets a lot of people expectations. They don't they don't want their kids sitting around playing video games all the time, but they don't know where to find opportunities to go fishing mm-hmm. or hunting or camping. And we can help with that. Yeah. I mean, and someone said, well, those are kind of nice things. But did you know that the ICF, uh, ILCF, is also part of the uh, National Archery in Schools program where they're teaching kids to shoot bow and arrow in, a, in yeah, school? We, yeah, to, to start a, a natural National Archery in Schools program at your school, mm-hmm. um, we, will, we will provide half of the funding started up. Yeah. So if you can if you can go to your school district or find another benefactor to pay for the other half, that's all it takes. We provide all the equipment necessary. There's training available for for new coaches. You know, we we provide all of that. I mean, mm-hmm. like I said earlier, we could go, we can go on and on <laughs> as long as you'd like about the number of programs we're well, involved in yeah. um, and what we're doing across the state. But um, but I think at this point, you get the idea what our focus is. <laughs> and but the thing that I want everyone to listen to me and and I've. You know, I've said this so many times, and but I know every year you got different people that listen to the show that have never heard it before. But this, they don't get their funding from the. These guys are a separate nonprofit corporation. So when you take out your checkbook and or you ordering your fishing license and you say, "Yeah, give twenty five bucks," yeah, give them a hundred bucks, you know, and you're giving it to an organization that's putting that funds to getting people outdoors. <gasps> God, did I say that? Yes. Get them outdoors. That's what we're doing here, folks. And that's why I have loved this program from day one. I have loved this program from day one because it really touches the kid who sits there in a duck blind. He goes, wow, look at that duck that just flew by. He didn't have to shoot it, but he just got excited. He saw a duck. (laughs) You know, the the teachers learning something. I mean, there is literally so much that... You know, Steve is saying, yeah, we can go on for weeks. I can go on for days, you know, <laughs> of what I know about this group. And you know what? It's only when you help us make it better for somebody else. That, that's the that's whole right. thing. We, we, are, we are 100% privately funded. We receive no state or federal funding. And we do rely on donors. And there's a couple different ways if you're interested in donating to help out some of these programs, if any of them mean something to you. Um, you can go to our website, ilconservation.org, or as Chauncey mentioned, when you buy your DNR fishing or hunting license or interact with that system at all, yeah. uh, when you go to check out, there's going to be a pop-up there that comes up, and that, that's us. We're the Illinois Conservation Foundation. You'll see some nice photos on there, kind of give you a brief overview of what you want to do, and it'll say, would you like to donate 5 10 20 bucks, or enter your own amount, mm-hmm. and, and that's very helpful for us. We do get a lot of support from Illinois' anglers and hunters. And we really appreciate it to all those listening who do donate. Yeah. And with coming to the end of the year, eh, you know, I I better make a donation to somebody that's going to be really good. Well, you don't have to donate it to a national organization. You could donate it to Getting People Outdoors, and that's the Illinois Conservation Foundation. And they will love you, and I will love you for it also. (laughs) (laughs) I will love you. Well, like I said, there's so much stuff going on. The hunt is coming up at the end of uh, November, and that is going to be a great time. Uh, if you've never done it, and oh, you have to have steel shot and bring your own. So, yes, it's yeah. non-toxic shot only. Yeah. Um, there are a few state sites like that out there. Um, and yes, bring your own shells, bring your gun. You know, bring your bring your your orange hat and your vest, and then we will pretty much provide everything else for you. And have a good time. Yeah, we'll have I a mean, great time. This is Steve. You mentioned the web. Give me the website again. 
ilconservation.org. Ilconservation.org. And you can also is, oh, something else that we didn't mention. Did you know that when you go to the website, if you, you were successful on your endeavor in the, the outdoors, whether it's picking morel mushrooms, whether it's duck hunting, deer hunting and stuff, you can buy a bragging pin that I call them. And I wear my bragging pins very respectably on my vest. And, these, you know, it's got a little, it's got a buck, it's got a this, it's got a that on it. So you can buy those pins from these guys. And it's year dated. So, yeah, maybe you didn't get, you got that buck three years ago, four years ago. They may have pins for that yet. Yep, and each one of those pins goes directly to funding one of the programs we mentioned. So, you know, all of your money that comes to the foundation goes into these programs. And, you know, we're really appreciative of, of people, however they support, whether they buy pins, whether they come to an event, whether they go online, make a donation, become a donor, become a member, whatever you want to do. You know, we, we truly appreciate every dollar we receive here. That's exactly it. Well, Steve, I want everybody to go on there. Hunters. Very limited open spots yet left on that pheasant hunt. So I think there's only literally a few. So if you're interested, get on it now, sign up, and uh, let's make sure we, uh, you know, sit down and talk and have some fun out in the field or have some fun uh, at, at the banquet that night, okay? Steve, thanks so much for coming on. Thanks for having me, Chauncey. You're listening to Chauncey. On Chauncey's Great Outdoors, you know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Hey, man, you seen that bear go by here? A bear? Yeah, man, he had on a ranger's hat. A bear with a ranger's hat? Ah, oh, come on, man. Yeah, yeah, man, he had a shovel in his hand, too. Oh, did he have a picnic basket, too? No, man, not that bear. You know, like the bear that checks out the forest, man. Oh, what's he checking out, man? Well, like he's checking out for careless people, man, who start fires in the forest. Oh, that sounds real heavy, man. Hey, well, it is. You know, like every year some dude forgets to put out his campfire and a match or a cigarette or something else, you know, and like thousands of acres go up in smoke. Up in smoke, man? That's right. Yeah, smoke. <laughs> like in fire that could burn up this place. Yeah? Yeah, and that's why the bear, he says, only you can prevent forest fires. Hey, I know that bear, man. What's his name again? Smokey Bear. Well, what do you need him for, man? Because I need a ride back to the city. <laughs> A public service of the Forest Service, USDA, your state foresters, and the Ad Council. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st Street and Wolf Road in Westchester is the place for that true classic Chicago hot dog and the best Italian beef sandwich large enough to share. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs in Westchester also has specialties like an Italian sausage and beef combo, gyros, pasta, Italian steak, eggplant parmesan, ribs, salads, daily specials, and even the best flame-broiled hamburgers. Make Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st Street and Wolf Road in Westchester your favorite. It's ours. Waterworks Marine is looking to expand their five-star rated marine mechanic staff, become part of the Waterworks staff, and feel what it's like to be part of the best marine mechanic staff in the Midwest with training, benefits, good pay, and more. When people know you're a marine mechanic at Waterworks, they know you're now part of the best of the best. For job inquiries, call 708-798-9700 or contact them at waterworks.com. Tell them Chauncey sent you. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation 
all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about Southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577. And plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. That's the sound you'll hear at the Illinois Conservation Foundation Director's Hunt taking place on November 28th and 29th, right after Thanksgiving, at the new location, the Jim Edgar Panther Creek State Fish and Wildlife Area in central Illinois near Springfield. This hunt will include lunch and a banquet dinner on the 28th, overnight lodging, as well as breakfast on the 29th. Hunting guides and dogs will be provided if needed. For more information, go to the ilconservation.org. That's ilconservation.org for special early bird pricing and save on groups of four. Make your plans. I'll be there. Get them. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, the number one London low dealer in the Midwest at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the true magazine for the Midwest sportsman at MidwestOutdoors.com. Paul's Pizza on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester, Illinois where the sandwich is the sandwich. GP Italiano, a true family Italian restaurant, or a restaurant just for you and that special person, at 1 South LaGrange Road in downtown LaGrange at gpitaliano.com, 708-325-4590. Diamond Ghost Charters with Captain Tony at diamondghostcharters.com and Ren Lake Area Tourism at renlake.com, a little bit of heaven at exit 77 on Interstate 57. Well, let me tell you a story about a little fella, black and blue with a hand of yellow, the blue gill boogie. Yeah, the bluegill boogie When the bass ain't biting and the trout are gone You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors on ESPN Radio AM 1000 in Chicago. The bluegill boogie Hey everybody, welcome yeah, back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Hope you had fun listening to the show. I learned a whole lot about cougars today than I ever thought I would learn. But let's get into the... Aiden Fishing Report brought to you by Waterworks Marine, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Tell them, uh, hey, thanks for supporting Chauncey. Papa, Dad and I went to the Grand River, and we were watching the coho by the ladder at Weber Dam. We saw some Chinook and Steelhead mixed in with them. 
at the Sixth Street ladder, there was a good bunch of coho all going upstream. Anglers were catching salmon at Sixth Street, and the Portland ladder also had a good number of fish there, too, in the river, as well as some by the ladder. One guy who knew me hooked onto a fish and let me fight it for about five minutes, and I lost the fish. He said he wasn't upset because he loses a lot every day, too. Everything's going good. Got a hockey game tonight. Hope to see you soon. Send me some stuff. I can always use it. Love, your fishing magician and hockey star, Aiden. <laughs> and Aiden's Fishing Report is brought to you by Waterworks Marine, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills. Ah, yes. Uh, another quick note here. We had a little report about some poich. Perch? Did I say perch? Yes, I said perch. But perch in Lake Erie picked up a whole lot in the last week. Uh, perch were hugging the lake floor. Don't not the middle of the water column. Keep it low to the to the bottom of the water, and that's where you're catching these drifting and they're anchoring by uh, what is it, Breast Bay, and near the e buoy and 15 feet of water. Uh, good success. Walleye. They they said they were scarce. They couldn't find any. Uh, artificial swim baits had the best success for perch. Colors were good ones to go with. Largemouth and smallmouth bass were hitting good on chatterbaits in the channel just north of Sterling State Park. So, a little perch report on Lake Erie there. I haven't heard something from Lake Erie. My buddies are reporting to me. Uh, Lake Michigan, I would highly suggest sticking in the harbors or in Indiana, the rivers. But there are a couple of guys that have been trolling in Indiana waters with fire tiger type uh, crankbaits and picking up steelhead and Believe it or not, they even got a couple uh, smallmouth bass that way. But they said they're long lining it to get those fish. So that's kind of what I expected this time of the year. And, you know, they'll do okay. But that's what they're doing pretty much up up along the whole Chicagoland lakefront. So don't think that they're, they're going to be jumping in the bucket for you. you got to work to get them out of the bucket for you. Yep, that's how fishing is. It's not easy. Well, I hear the fruit, so that means we're coming to the end of the program. And I'd like to leave you with a Native American proverb. And this one comes from Chief Counselor Leonard George. It says, It seems that if elders can feel that a young person is open to learning, they are more generous with their teachings. It seems that if a young an elder can feel that a young person is open to their learning, they are much more generous with their teachings. How very true. Yeah. When a young person wants to learn, just let them learn. Let that sponge absorb. Just remember, we don't own the woods, the rain, the storm, or the fish we catch. We're barring it all from our children's children's children. See you next week, everybody.